Good morning, everyone. Bez Hashem. We continue with Deir Shemeshim Simen Yud Aleph Siv Dalid, Shem number thirty-four. We're discussing here in Hilchas Tzitzis the length of the Tzitzis, the length of the Tzitzis. We're going to go back a drop. We started Siv Dalid a little last week. We we'll go back to the beginning of Siv Dalid, and then we'll pick up from there. Mechavir says Oyrech Achutim. The length of the Tzitzis, Oyrech Achutim Hashmoyna Ein Pachus. Cannot be less than four gudlim. We said gudl is the thumb knuckle. A knuckle is is, is the gudl. And four knuckles of the the length, that's the first opinion. The Mechavis says another opinion. Now those that say that it's twelve gudlim. Twelve gudlim. That's the minimum length that your tzitzes have to be. And the minigi is like the second opinion that your tzitzis had to be 12 gudlin. Well, the mailo, elam shir. You want to make it longer? You can make it longer. Elam shir. We will discuss that there's a problem making it too long in regards to the fact that make it too long and you sit down. Your tzitzis are yotzis chorba because now they're dragging on the ground and they're making them dirty. So that, that, there is a negative in that regard. If you made it longer and you want to shorten it, you're permitted to do so. There's no concern of transgressing the cloud, the halacha principle of what's called which we've seen a few times. And what is you have to make the tzitz, it's not that they should be made already. So the reason why Shortening the tzitzis is not a concern of Taslav and the Asi because they're already made. You already have the length of the tzitzis, and by you shortening it, you're not taking away anything that's that's halachically relevant to the mitzvah. Before we see further in the Mechaber, let's catch up with the Mishra Sif Katan Yutas. The Mechaber told us the length has to be, the first opinion says, Dalit Gudlum. So how do you measure what is the gudel? So we said in the Ksubis, in the Mark Ksubis, Beis, and the top of the Amr tells us the names of the fingers. And the thumb is called a gudel, a gudel. So it's a thumb knuckle of an average sized person. And why did they know you said a parakelion? And we measure from the from the joint. The middle part of your knuckle. So he says another way of giving the measurement for this, for the shear of the minimum length of the tzitzis is that to be seven barley beans, barley seeds that are connected uh, in, in the near each other. That's what by the width when you line them up in the width direction, or if you do the length, but two near each other. Okay. That's another way of measuring your your gudel a gudel. The again, however, the mechaber says the minigid is to go like twelve gudel. The chayin pasuk alavush, and that's what alavush pasuk is being kain. Layafa oisin hamoichvin shemitzamtzimin b'midas archon. It's not appropriate. They just said the that uh, sellers, when they sell the tzitzis, the mamish exact the measurement, 
So apparently this was a concern back then, in the times of the Chavetz Chaim, that uh, they weren't putting the right measurement length of the tzitzah strings. It's close to be a brach because even though it's efficient with the small amount of string, so the, the Chavetz Chaim here in the Mishnah is bringing this from the Prima Godim that was a concern in his days. So that's what the Prima Godim concludes over here, says the Mishnah Rura, that the 12 Gudlim, where do you measure from? After the Kshira, after the Nat, and it's hanging down on the corner of your Beget. In other words, it sits as, we'll learn this more inside, but we'll say now that Tzitzah should not be hanging straight down. Should be al kanfei off the corner. So let's say it's a straight down, right? So you don't want to hang it straight down. You want to bring it to the side. You want to bring it, and it hangs off the corner. So after that knot, wherever that corner the knot is, twelve good limb from there. Sivkotun chov aleph. So we said lamayla. You want to make him longer, it's not a problem. The re was noyeg to make them longer. Because if they would break, if they would rip, so then you wouldn't be so concerned because you still have, you already gave like extra, like a buffer zone, gave some extra, so now that uh, they ripped, you're protected. Back in the top of the page, the Mechavah says, When you're making your tzitzis, and this is literally, this is part of the stages of the process of how to make your tzitzis. One that has to be longer. We call it the shamish. Just like you have when the Hanukkah, when you light the shamish, lighting everything else. So the longer string is referred to sometimes as the shamish. Because you want to wrap the gedil you want to wrap the Hagadil Hainu Hecholok Meatzitis Sheene Oruk. The Gedil are the strings that are not wrapped together yet. Sheene Oruk. It's not woven and wrapped together. So you want to have the longer one just to go around the other ones. Hagal, Vishir, Aniskir, Yeh, Batzitis, Laachash, and Niksha. This 12 Gudlim is the measurement of the Tzitzis strings, Laachash, and Niksha, after it's been tied, like we just mentioned. Besides for that which is on the corner, I'll carry a beggar. Explains the Mishnah here in Sif Cotton, in Sif Cotton Chav Beis. So one of the strings that sits has to be longer. What happens if the manufacturer made a mistake and you're making your own sits and you don't have such a long string? To go around everything. Your shamish is not so good shamish. You should wrap some krichas from one string. From the other string. In other words, just that's sufficient to use whatever strings you could use to wrap. Why? He said because when you made the treilis, the tzitzes with treilis, that's what they would do anyway. They would make some of the wrappings from treilis and some of the wrappings from the lovin. 
Mutzarich Lurvais, she stayed with Hala Hutim Orchun you'd base Goodlin Acha Krichvak Shira. Mutzarich Lurvais said to say she stayed with Hala Hutin Orchun you'd base Goodlin. The length has to be a minimum of, like we said, 12 Goodlin after the Kricha and the Shira. So after you wrap it, when you measure everything, you take out your halachic tape measure, so you're measuring the wrappings, the 7, 8, 11, 13, the wrappings, what's called the wrappings, and then the two knots in between each one, and then all of that together, and the strings has to be after the first knot, right? After the first knot, this is the first knot, this has to be at least 12 goodlin. So you measure, take thumb, right? Don't wait. You're tested your way, I'm sure, in 12 goodlin. Says inside. But those on the audio, I was just showing my tzitzis. Didn't we say if uh, if one breaks off even at the knot, it's still kosher, right? Or not? When you right, when you say at the kesher, the knot. So if it's if it's the if one breaks off and it's right by the baget where it's tied, yeah. even, then it's possible. If one breaks off, one rips over here. When I'm, and, and for those in the audio, I am. It's at the corner of the bagot, the part closest to the corner of the bagot. Is that your first kesher? You're missing a string. If any one of these rip, you're missing a string. It's possible, and you cannot make a rachi in the mitzvah. What you're referring to, I believe, is at the end, after all of the of the knots. Right. When your tzitzes are hanging down, if one of them will rip off in that spot, then it's still kosher because you have uh, the other side, the other string is still there. But it's not 12 goodlin. No, you still have 12 goodlin, even though, because you, you really, I'm saying you really need four strings of 12 goodlin, right? I mean, the eight is, is uh, we're talking about the Evid here, but the Evid, if one ripped off, it still is kosher. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. One, Thank one, for string, asking. one string, you said? If one string ripped off. And then it's still as long as you have four on the other side. As long as you have four on the other side, right. right. It, it, that's why when you make it, you have to make sure. We're going to see later on, one of the aces is if you make your own sitzes, is to make a bow, take the four strings, and then we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but we'll say now that take the four strings and then make a bow of, of one set of the four. Tie them like, like a slipknot. Oh. Tie them together. And this way you know that they're not crossing to the other side. Because when you wrap them back and forth, you get confused what's what. Exactly. So this way you have one is like stationary and the other one is one going around. And then, then if one, therefore, if one rips, if one of your is rip, you know you have a whole string attached on the other side still. It's not a problem. Okay. Sif, cotton, where are we here? Chavbeis? Thank you. So the Ramah said, the Mechavis rather said, that if you want, you can make, uh, he says like this, one should be longer, in order to wrap the Gedil, the Gedil, we said, Gedil, Kore Gedil Hashem HaOset, She Nase Gedil, Acha Shenichachalov. So it's called Gedil, even though it's not a Gedil, because it's referring to the future End case of what it's going to look like. Karo gedil al shem asit shenasa gedil 
after it's wrapped on it. The Ramah is telling us what is the gedil. The smooth part that sits is the straight part that sits is she'ene arug. When they say cholok, cholok usually means smooth. Here means the straight part that's not twisted, it's not wrapped around. But First it was just a regular piece of string. Before it was wrapped around. And through this chut, it becomes the gedil, it becomes wrapped around now. Then it comes straight afterwards. Says the Mishnah Rura in Sivkot in Chav Dalid. This 12 Gudlun has to be after you make the Kasher. So when you make the knots, and they make the Ksharim, so it gets shorter. So therefore you should start to make sure you have Yud Gimel Gudlin, and then Yud Gimel Gudlin will come out to Yud Beis at the end. So he says it's a very, very important to have, make sure that the tzitzes are minimum of Yud Bey is Gudlin, and if not, it's a problem. So even Bidi Yevid, it's, it's not going to be uh, not gonna be good. That was Sif Dalid. The halachas of, we see that since that to be Yud Bey is Gudlin. We now continue with Sifei. You should not make the tzitzis, the strings of the tzitzis, from the wool when the sheep was resting and lying down in the thorn bush. And then it was ripped off by the thorn bush. And then you want to use that wool that was ripped off from the sheep for the tzitzis. Not from the threads that are detached from the animal. And not from the remnants of the chassis, the chassis, the chassis that we had this week's parsha, the tazria, the chassis, the warp and the weft, right? You don't want to have make from these remnants of the garment. Uh, of the of the weaving process, mishaya b'seifa beged that that remains from the garment. You don't want to make your tzitzis from all of these three materials, places where the material come from. What's the reason for this? The reason is v'atam ishum bizei mitzvah. Bizei mitzvah is because you're disgracing the mitzvah. What are you making this out of? You're making it from the the part that got stuck onto onto the the thorns. You say, oh, you know, let me take that wool and turn that into my tzitzis strings. Let me take the wool from the leftover, from the material. The, the, it, it, this is the shirayim, right? If you go to the rebbe, you get shirayim. That's good to have. You get your bracha. But don't do that with the mitzvah. Don't do that with the. That's, that's busy. That's disgrace in the mitzvah. Says the mishmur sifkod nuchafei ein oisin va'afilu b'diavid's possible. Even b'diavid's going to be possible. If you make it out of these disgraceful places to get the material from. Even with the Eved, ex post facto, will not be kosher. Don't ask. He'll ask me, I'll tell you another reason why it's going to be possible. What's another reason why it's going to be possible? Because it wasn't it wasn't made l'shem mitzvah. It wasn't spun l'shem mitzvah. So we already learned in Sif Aleph, you don't spin it l'shem mitzvah, it's possible. Okay. Says further, 
So what's the answer over here? It says Yeshlam and Demayri. We're talking about a case. Afilo hechid imetchilo tomo achut in l'shem tzitzis. V'achakach orag mehem beged. Afilo hachi is partial l'shul and bizei mitzvah. So what he's talking about is like this. What you did was you started out l'shem mitzvah tzitzis, and then you wove this this material together for the tzitzis, and then you had these. You know, like sometimes what I'm envisioning is you have like in the, sometimes you have a garment on the, at the edge of the garment that these threads coming out. That's what you're talking about. Mishayir, you have these little pieces coming out. You want to use those strings at the edge of the baggage. You want to use that for what? For the tzitzis. He says that's not appropriate. So you took care of the problem of you did spin it l'shma, and now it's such a situation of the problem is that it's a bizui mitzvah. The sefer ha'ma'ar cause of atamishum debinon ha'konof min konof. The reason why it's a problem because it has to be when you make tzitzis Hakonov, the pasuk says, min konov, has been coming from the corner. These leftover threads are not appropriate to be used for the tzitzis shem soilus atzemer. They're the the bad part, if you will, the soilus, the inferior quality of the tzemer. And the beged is not going to be made, says the ma'ar mikmayusin from them. Vinkain. All types of semer of wool that is inferior quality. You don't make a beged from them. So if you can't make a beged from the tzitzis, you can't use that type of wool for your tzitzis. If you can't use it to make a beged, you can't use it to make the strings. So I just I was just thinking like this. I want to ask you a question. Why why is this? Why what is one to do? I can't if I can't make it for bag it out of it, so I can't make it for uh, my tzitzis strings. So on one end, it could be we learned last week when we started this uh, these halachas that it's learned now from Parshas Tazrio with the Negoyim that it has to be that it's a begit, a shame begit. We discussed that. That that could be one halachic understanding. I want to, I want to give a hashkafic perhaps suggestion. As to why we have a halacha here in Sefei that you don't want to use to make your tzitzis from what from a a material that was bizoy, was bazoy, was was disgraced. So it's not it's not appropriate. So you don't make don't don't make from the material that was caught in the thorns and this and that, or the leftovers, the threads. What does what does tzitzis do? Tzitzis, we said, is to remind us of all the mitzvahs. Just think about it for a second now. <laughs> Imagine you make tzitzis from the most inferior quality material, from the most inferior quality place where you got the material from. You got it from the, the remnants of this and the leftover of that, and then you're going to use that to remind yourself of all the mitzvahs? So, so what happened with Kai and Hevel? The Hakdama to, to how to do a mitzvah was to do the mitzvah. Hashem says to Kai, the Kai. My dear son, I love you dearly, but do better. Do better. Bring a better karma. When you do a mitzvah, you want to do the mitzvah the best way possible. So if we have here a mitzvah that reminds, of, reminds us of all the mitzvahs, you want to make sure that you do that mitzvah in the best way possible. You do that mitzvah the best way possible, remind you of all the mitzvahs to do all the mitzvahs the best way possible. 
Not, not as a, as a bidiever, bidiever. Oh, I got to buy it. Made a check. It's done. Let's see further. Next Allah, Sivvav. You must saw him. So a few months ago, we learned about the halachas of Dal and Minim. We learned the halachas of Dal and Minim. That uh, you can't have a lulav gazel, we said it's possible. Adasim, Ravas, Esrug, you can't steal it and use it. Of course, people say that sounds like ridiculous. You can steal a mitzvah item and do a mitzvah item? Let me ask you a question. Imagine a person parking his car, double parking, to go buy challah for Shabbos. So he's going to do a mitzvah. He's going to buy. But in the meantime, he blocks the person in, so then that person, when he comes out of the bakery, or he has to, wherever he came out from, he, he can't go because this tzaddik is buying his challah. Could you, could you imagine such a ridiculous example like this? But, but sometimes these things happen. I know firsthand. But the person is doing a mitzvah. He's buying Shabbos, challah for Shabbos. So Lamaisa, we have to learn over here. You must saw mitzemer gozel. A person made tzitzis from wool that was stolen. Psulim. It's possible. You have to make mishalem. You have to have the tzitzis. You can't steal the tzitzis. Says the Mishnah Lahem, the bottom of the page, Sivkon Chavzayim. Nira Pasha Duadin im Lokach. You know, sometimes you have stores like the pharmacy down the block. You go there and they say you'd like to pick up the medicine or purchase something. Say, okay, I'll put in your tab, put in your credit. And they send you a bill whenever they send you the bill and you pay the bill then. What happens if you buy something by the by the pharma store, by the citrus store, and, and, and uh, you look for you can't find your wallet. It says, okay, uh, send me a bill. So no problem. I know you're a good customer. Right, it writes it down, sends you the bill. Says the Mishnah Rude, If you take the tzitz on credit, the Hamaicher, Ayul Venafik Azuza, in the end of Maicher, he says, he says, uh, Ruvain, um, you remember the tzitzes that you came in, he said, you said you didn't have your wallet on you? It's time to pay now. He says, oh yeah, yeah, okay, I'll take it tomorrow, I'll pay it tomorrow. So then the Maicher, next, you know, Ruvain, it's, it's t- today, tomorrow came and passed. What about today? So he's Ayel Novik Zuze, he's one and and Ruben doesn't pay. The Medina Ainam Shaloi. So halakhically, it's not Ruben's. Therefore he's not Yatsu the Tsitsis. La Yatsum Adin. He's not Yatsu the Tsitsis. Now the Ramah clarifies, it says Vidafka Vidafka Shigoza Khutin. When is Ruvein Ayyitzah the mitzvah? That's when he stole the strings. <coughs> stole the strings to make the tzitzis. And so he stole the actual strings. Alan Gazat Semer. But the Ramah says if Ruvein stole Semer, he stole wool. And he made him to Chutin. In that case, we say it's Ksherim. I mean, Gazal Tzemer, if he stole Tzemer, he stole the wool, and then he made the wool into strings. You hear this now? It's Kasha. So, Reuben goes into the barn, steers, steals the sheared wool, brings it home, 
makes strings out of it, puts it on, and we say it's kosher, he's mekayin, mitzvah tzitzis. Sounds kosher to you? You don't like it? No. Okay. Miu l'chadchila is also last lesson. Nonetheless, l'chadchila, he can't do this. Well, in bracha, ayin l'el, l'chamon, rather, in reish, simen tafresh memtes. In regards to the bracha, take a look at the halakas of dalaminim. Like we learned earlier, in regards to making the bracha, uh, bracha on, these, on these stolen tzitzis, that what you did is shina maisa. So you stole the wool, then you turned the wool into tzitzis. So it's a shina maisa. You changed, you changed it to something else now. Says the Mishra Sifkon Chavches. When do we say it's not good if you stole it, you can't be yoitze with it? That's only if you stole the strings. For us, I feel in this Yahishu Apostle. So we go back now to the sigils of Yush and Elam Etzius. And he says like this, even if the Bailim became, were, were made it ownerless, they, they, they gave up hope. They gave up hope on this item, this Yayesh, they gave up hope. It's possible. Why? The Yush Lekon. What's Yush? Yush means the owner gave up hope of getting it back. Never get it back. So the, the, the Bible says, I'm not going to get it back. So nonetheless, Yush itself, from, for the owner to give up hope, that alone will not create a king. And even if the strings are not twisted together, and he himself twisted them together, so what's the afilu? Afilu is saying, maybe I did a shina maisa. Maybe I did an action that changes it. That changes it from strings to tzitzis. I twisted them together. I was shizoron. No, it's still not good. You know why? Explains the Mishnah Ruro. Explains Mishnah from the Prima Godim, because even though you twisted it together, but it didn't change in the name. The name still stayed the same. So when you change something, let's, let me ask you like this: When you have wool, when you have wool, I have I have some wool in my house, on my on my on my desk, on my table, in my study. People come in there, they say, "What is this?" They have no idea what it is. I tell them it's wool. You know, like a sheep has wool. When you take that wool and you turn to strings, what do you call that now? You call it strings. You can call it wool. You don't call it wool. It's It's a different name. So in that case, once again, we're not saying this person should get shlishi. There's no tzaddik. <laughs> we want to know halachically, is he koine? Is it his now? Because it has to be his in order to do the mitzvah. So in regards to it, it has to be his. Yeah, Okay. He took the wool, he changed the status of what this was from wool, and now it's strings, just like we learned in Elam Etzius. And now he said the person was Meyayish, he gave up hope from getting it, so he said Yish by itself, you're not Koina, you don't acquire, but Yish was Shini Hashem, you are Koina, so now he has strings, so it's yours. So if he stole the sheep, that's the best. <laughs> steal the sheep is the best. So if he steal the sheep, I'm going to get it back, and he, anything he does is going to change it, right? He's saying if he steals a sheep, right. he's definitely going to change the sheep, the wool to right, strings. Sure, and the guy's probably going to say, oh, I have 100 sheep, I'm never going to get this sheep back. So in regards to is he fulfilling, uh, uh, is, he, is he able to do that mitzvah because it's called his? The answer is yes. Is he a tzaddik gomer? <laughs> or, or, or far from it, the answer is yes also. He's not a tzaddik gomer either. Okay, and far from that also. And of course, he's going to be uh, responsible for stealing that sheep in the Shemayim. There's no question about it. There's, there's no escaping it. 
That's what we have in Kapitel Yud. Kapitel Yud. Don't encourage this activity. We don't encourage. In we don't way, encourage. The Ebed was saying he's in the mitzvah. I mean, it's sort of an encouragement. That's what it says. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You're asking a good question. Honestly, like this. You're asking a good question. I don't want to call it encouragement. I would say like this. I would say that you're saying any aspect of one iota of concept of relationship to theft is theft. Theft is theft. So then how can you even entertain the possibility of changing it from wool, changing it to strings? That's what you're asking, right? Am I, I have your question clear? You're doing an extreme, any iota. When I talk about any iota, I mean, something more significant than an iota. I mean, you tend to extreme, you tend to make things very extreme. If, let's say a little tiny bit, but, but I mean, he, he stole the string and made it into this. I mean, that's, that's not an iota, that's a big thing. Yeah, okay, okay. I, I, I'm asking, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, so, the answer to your question is like this yeah. there are four volumes of Shulchanarach, Dal and Chaiki Shulchanarach, and they all work together. It's not like there's Arachayim and Allah is Arachayim and then do with Yardaya, Yardaya is not do with Chesh Mishmat, Chesh Mishmat, no, no, they're all connected. And it's Dal Chalki Shukhnarch, which we have to follow. So when a person steals something, we have to know, is it his? We just said you have to, you have to own it in order to do mitzvah. So we're not encouraging it, we, we want to know, is it called his? Now, once again, let's not mistake, make a mistake here. If a person does anything wrong, he will be punished. Hmm. Right? right? There's no such thing as... That's honestly, that's this week's capital we're learning here now. A capital you didn't tell him share is chapter chapter 10. Mm-hmm. Look at the, look at the, the psukim from Pasuk Beis to, uh, I believe, is like Yud Aleph. It looks like the Russia feels there's no punishment because he does whatever he wants. Now, we get a little off topic here from the Mishra It's time to stop now anyway, because we turn to the next page. But that's, that's the answer to your question. We're not encouraging this person. We want to know, is it called his? Because you could only do the mitzvah on... But you you can't steal it. If it's a stolen item, that means it's not Mishalahem. Similar to Lakatum Lachem by Yamarisha. You have to take for yourself on the first day, right? You have to own it. But if you steal it, it's not called yours. So that's why I have the same Shiloh by the Lulav. Okay, we'll stop here, pick up Mitzchim tomorrow from Chaf Ches. Chaf Tes.